Hello, everybody. Welcome to this pregame episode of Slightly Drunk and Extremely Online. My name is Colin Scholes. I am here with Sarah Klein, my co-host. We're doing a one-on-one today. We're talking about library Twitter, librarian Twitter. The Twitter world that exists populated by the librarians the of the universe, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, the universe, definitely. Definitely the universe. The known universe, the explored universe. So, We'll start off real quick, and then we'll get right into the good stuff. I am drinking old granddad bonded bourbon with ice and a little bit of water. Whiskey snobs, don't at me. This is good stuff, and this is the way I prefer to drink it. So I've now outed myself and ruined every future podcast. So Sarah, what do you got? Um, I started out earlier with a glass of vodka on ice, but then I my ice melted, and I added some white peach 7-Up, and it's actually really good. Yes, it's a completely wussy white girl drink that's right white peach seven up that's great i've i've never heard of that i did not know that existed. Dude, it's actually so good they came out they're they're supposed to i think it's a perrier competitor because perrier has all those like canned flavors or whatever so they have this one um and then they have just a lemon extra lemon seven up and then they have a disgusting one that's mint and cucumber which but the white peach is good wow yeah lemon lemon cucumber mint yeah i'm looking at it online right now that's great Got t- t- taste test videos and everything. All right, so let's let's talk about just go go nuts. Tell us what uh, tell us about library. Twitter. So I really um, enjoy that that Twitter sort of has its own like cliques, like the the not cliques, but like the table you sit at in the cafeteria. There's like leftist Twitter. There's baseball Twitter. There's NBA Twitter. There's film Twitter, which is like people who make movies. But then there's also library Twitter, which you wouldn't think librarians would be super chatty Twitter, but Oh my gosh, there's so many librarians on Twitter. And it mostly started out as like a place to sort of vent about your workplace. If you go look at the hashtag, hashtag library life, um, you'll be super entertained. Ranges from things like cute book displays to like someone pooped in my library and I don't mean in the bathroom. You know, it's sort of like a complaints corner. But then library Twitter is also kind of a strange place because... You know, most of the big famous people on library Twitter are things like the chief librarian of MIT libraries. Um, her Twitter is incredible, but she's also a shit poster. You know, she like she hates Trump. She's uh, she's uh, always going on about Twitter trolls and whatnot. So it's it's sort of this combination of like people who have huge amounts of power in the library world, uh, but it's, it's still Twitter, so it's still the hell website. Uh, just populated by people in charge. So as a, as a librarian who's just starting out in their career, I don't use my regular Twitter on library Twitter. I use my fake Twitter, my like professional Twitter. Um, and I don't, and I, oh, I yeah, see. and I don't shit post over there because I'm too nervous to like be in front of my librarian idols and I don't want to embarrass myself. Wow. Yeah. And it's multiple personalities. That's right. And it, so it's very interesting. To, like, you know, librarians are supposed to be outspoken and stuff. And Twitter is a good place for that. Except if you don't have a good job yet, if you're not the boss of something and you say something dumb on Twitter, it's there for posterity and everyone's going to see it. So it's a really weird place of like half professional, half unprefer like casual life. So Twitter still still the hell website. So what do you guys talk about? What is What are the topics that keep library Twitter aflame. So the ALA, the American Library Association is, is again, it's like a big professional organization and sometimes they do really dumb shit. So like, for example, when president Trump was elected, they put out a press release saying like, 
we plan on working closely with the president and here are some programs we're going to do to support his agenda, which I didn't do for any other fucking president. It was just, they probably felt pressure or whatever. And so library Twitter was like, fuck this, fuck you. Like I'm done with all of this. You know, they started hashtag not my ALA. So yeah. Wow. So that got everyone really up in arms. Um, it's mostly, Oh, stuff like, I mean, it's, it is, librarians tend to be sort of left-wing and social, socially justice oriented. So, you know, the Toronto Public Library said that they couldn't refuse a Nazi group for using their space for, you know, a meeting or whatever, because it's public place. And librarian Twitter was like, that's bullshit. You can't, you should, your library is supposed to be, you know, a place for the community. And those people want to destroy the community, like put two and two together. Don't do that shit. I'm trying to think of what else. It's just, so people are super vocal. What are the, great. What are the responsibilities of a of a public library? Like, are who determines? Does the librarian have sway over whether you can have people like that in or out? Do they have any say in the matter, or is that more city based? I actually don't know much about public li- libraries because I'm an academic librarian. Um, but public libraries are governed by the same rules as all public spaces. So. I actually am not sure what ended up happening in Toronto. Um, I think in Canada, for example, if it was one of those groups was inciting hate hate speech that was inciting hatred, you could probably say, no, you can't have your meeting here. But I'm really not sure about that, unfortunately. Well, regardless, library Twitter had very strong opinions. Oh, yeah. No matter matter what happened. So so other topics. So we had, obviously, Trump is very divisive and the the ALA, which I guess encompasses Canada. But like intrigue like palace intrigue there is there obviously there's a hierarchy of librarians like who are the top tier who's way up at the top like who are the ones everybody respects from a librarian perspective so another another funny thing about librarian twitter is librarianship has an interesting demographic right so it's 90 percent women and i would say 80 percent white so by interesting i mean monolithic (laughs) so there's a lot of often like calling people out for stuff which is great i think but a lot of a lot of times it's some dude will say something and all the women will be like you're a fucking idiot and it's great and i love it (laughs) but okay so other than palace entry so chris borg is the is the mit librarian head librarian i love her she has a great twitter she she posts a lot of pictures of her dog and her kid, and it's just great. April Hathcock, I'm trying to remember their... See, I have them all on my secret Twitter, so I don't know their handles. Yeah, you, uh, it's okay. You don't, We can put it all in the right, comments of the podcast. The or if, um, if you don't want to out it, if you don't want to out gonna, these, these... No, no, poor, they're, they're, they're all public. Right. I'm the one who's hiding. What are some other good... Li- just, yeah, there's a lot of um, super radical librarians who, uh, who, because they have job security can say things like, libraries are not neutral, don't let Nazis in your library, there's no, you stand up for your community, blah, 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 where I think other people in in the librarianship community who, you know, are looking for jobs, which is a hard thing in librarianship because there's not that many jobs, kind of have to play it safe for a little bit. But hopefully I'll one day be the head of, you know, Stanford Libraries or something, and I can talk shit on Twitter all that I want. Well, so what are the what are the issues that so obviously libraries, you're an academic librarian, of course, there's public libraries as academic libraries, but even academic libraries, I feel like there's a lot going on. I mean, with the move to digital and the costs of uh, having to deal with that's a really yes. So that's another really big topic on library Twitter is um, 
the cost of journal subscriptions. To buy an issue of a journal, digital copy of a journal, is like upwards of $700. It's total bananas. It's just Elsevier and those public, those you know, publishers or whatever are just wringing libraries dry. There's no point of it. Every journal should be open access. So that's another, yeah, that's a super big issue that people discuss all the time on Twitter is, uh, is how to stick, how to stick it to publishing companies. Well, there was recently that person who released all the publication documents from all the different publishing services open to the public on some sort of repository where you did that make waves among library Twitter, all the, the, the academic publications or all the academic articles, sorry, being released sort of publicly in that repository. Was that something Were you guys allowed to touch that or did you have to kind of say Aaron Schwartz? The the kid who, Uh, the kid who downloaded all that stuff from JSTOR. Yeah. Yeah. So he he killed himself. Like that was a really, that was a bad, I mean, Aaron Schwartz is a, is a hero among librarians, at least as far as I, I've met of all the librarians I've met. Yeah. That he, that he, you know, his only crime and he was arrested and thrown in jail. I mean, physical, actual jail for downloading stuff from, from a JSTOR repository in like, you know, he'd, I think that was at MIT where he'd, you know, set up a server in a, in a broom closet and just downloaded a bunch of stuff. He didn't even make it public. It was just downloading it for free over the limit or whatever. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. It's wow. uh we definitely talk about stuff like that all the time because librarians are in this sort of funny place where we're all basically everyone is pro freedom of information, but we also need to keep our jobs and keep money coming to the libraries, which really sucks. Like it's a, you know, we wish we could give everything away for free, but publishing and copyright archaic copyright laws don't allow for that all the time. But yeah, uh, no librarian, Twitter, librarian Twitter is definitely really big on open access. They're very pro open access journals. 99% of them. There was, I remember after that ALA thing and after Trump was elected, there was uh, someone had set up a, you know, at I'm a conservative librarian Twitter account to basically tell everyone to shut up, but they didn't last long. So <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that the the peer scrutiny, and I guess there probably was no way to know if no, they're an yeah. actual librarian, but there there must be some out there, there are somewhere. Few and far between, but I think trolling librarians is hard because they just do not give a fuck. <laughs> and there's probably a serious depth of knowledge there as well that yep. you can't really. We're the smart ones. It's hard. It's hard being the smart side <laughs> of Twitter. It's rough. <laughs> so is there so public disputes? How how. Uh, how spicy does it get on on library Twitter? Like, do people really get into it? Do people have long-standing grudges with each other, or is it it's, fairly it's amenable? sort of a because everyone's super left-wing. It's it's um the the grudges are mostly like calling people out for racism or whatnot. So the grudges, you know, are against people who maybe have mis- said something shitty in the past. But fair enough. Sometimes those are appropriate grudges to hold. But yeah, people are super willing to call each other out for stuff, and that's. That's usually where the flare-ups happen. But other than that, mostly people are like, look at my knitting project. Here's my kitten. <laughs> so it's pretty chill. So it's actually a way to sort of de-stress from work rather than a way to... Oh, for sure. Especially that to... hashtag. The library life hashtag is really funny. Like people just... They'll just post pictures and be like, why are these students eating an entire pizza in the in the library? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. I guess it's an academic library and there's oh, a yeah. lot of students. So how much how much of it is like, student follies or student oh, scandals. Ta- oh, that's, 
Yeah, like, yeah, that's all a, doing bad stuff. That's in the definitely stacks. definitely a big part of it. Yeah, for sure. I don't tweet about that stuff because I respect the privacy of my students, obviously. But people people definitely oh, do. I, I mean, uh, we certainly complain to that. People complain about that amongst ourselves at, at work. So, like, what was that? What was the thing? Someone found a jar of peanut butter that just had like you could tell someone had put their hand in it to to like scoop it out and eat it. I guess just left left the peanut butter jar downstairs. That was weird. <laughs> there's a single nice. there's a single shoe in our lost and found. Who knows what happened to the other one? Lost in the stacks. Someone left in, in a flagrante, shoe. I assume. And just decided. Speaking as a college dropout, um, I didn't spend a lot of time in the library. But I guess like for at serious universities, there's probably people cramming. People like really, you know, law libraries and and medical school libraries. People are there a long, you know, stay overnight, stay up all all hours. You know, really, really studying. So there's I could maybe see forget a shoe. You know, you forget empty peanut butter jar at least perhaps. use a spoon what are you, you doing know, with not, your fingers in the peanut butter i don't want to know about that that's true you probably shouldn't there's definitely like a dining hall with spoons or whatever if you, if you really need your peanut butter fix okay so there's not much so it's a pretty amicable good-natured i know Twitter, it's a rarity which, which is, yeah it's shocking do you feel like that's just the nature of the job like you when you're online you you just want to relax like the job itself is stressful enough that you don't need to relitigate everything no i think frankly it's it's the fact that it's a it's a a, mostly a women's profession that we're civil at work we're civil on the internet i mean i know i'm i'm that's i'm talking out my ass that's broad strokes but uh (laughs) it might i mean i'm just saying it's you know might have something to do with that that's my thought are there other offshoot communities like do you guys talk on like slack channels or anything like that or is it really just confined to twitter like do you facebook groups Oh, i'm sure there are there are slack channels and, and facebook groups there's definitely i know there's a tumblr that's like the fashion of librarians and it's this person started at this person started a tumblr so she could be like see we're not all cardigan wearing bun having you know horn rimmed glasses old ladies some of us are hip so so they started a fashion tumblr nice any 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 closing thoughts any real enticing any fun stories oh, sorry, fun drama so since but I'll, I'll find some really good library life tweets and i'll i'll put them in the show notes for you there will be there's some of them are quite some of them are quite funny. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. And, and while I appreciate that you respect the privacy of your mm-hmm. patrons, I suppose I would imagine that there are lots of really scandalous stories about what students do in academic libraries. Because I mean, there's scandalous stories about Definitely. what students do pretty Absolutely. much everywhere on campus. So yeah, so we'll have to try to find a, a source for those at some point. That doesn't. Uh, yeah, it doesn't require you to breach your uh, your code of ethics as a as a librarian. I'm trying to behave myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm an early career librarian, so I have to I have to behave. Well, thank you as always for your for opening us up to the world of library Twitter, which is apparently the only Twitter where people don't really get into disagreements or arguments. So I think that's probably I can't really think of any others, but you know people are free to uh, submit them to us and we can talk about them if there are other Twitter groups that are free of conflict, but it's um, a little refreshing. I wouldn't say entirely free of conflict, but yeah, it's, it's pretty close. That's great. And and we hope that someday you can become a pop, uh, a public face oh, I of, hope so too. Thank of you. library Twitter and, and emer- emer- I wanna, I emerge have, from the shadows. Yeah, I, I agree. Get, get me some job security and we'll, I'll be on board for that. All right. Well, thanks so much, Thank Sarah. You for and, uh, me. Great talking to you as always. All right. Cheers, everybody.